name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. the Lord be with you. Amen. A very warm welcome to morning celebration of Mass here at St. Bride's Church in Canvas Lang, which is the funeral Mass for the repose of the soul of Tommy Murray. Uh, welcome especially to Miles and Catherine, and to Anthony and Anne, and all of the relatives who are here with us. And of course, very welcome are all of Tommy's friends who have joined us uh, for the Mass today, uh, and welcome also to the members of Green Cross Home who are here with uh, Matron, uh, and uh, we're delighted to see you here today. Today we want to thank uh, uh, God for the life of Tommy, uh, a life that has touched uh, many people. Uh, as you can see around the church today, he has very many uh, friends and uh, even beyond the church here as well too. So we want to thank God for the graces given to him and the gift of friendship shown by him. To begin the Mass and to offer the Mass more worthily, we first call to mind our sins. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and in what I have failed to do, through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore, I ask Blessed Mary, our Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. And may Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Let us pray. O God, Almighty Father, our faith professes that your Son died and rose again. Mercifully grant that through this mystery, your servant Tommy, who has fallen asleep in Christ, may rejoice to rise again through him, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God for ever and ever. First reading is a reading from the Book of Wisdom. The souls of the virtuous are in the hands of God. No torment shall ever touch them. In the eyes of the unwise, they did appear to die. Their going looked like a disaster. They're leaving us like annihilation, but they are at peace. If they experienced punishment as men see it, their hope was rich with immortality. Slight was their affliction, great will their blessings be. God has put them to the test and proved them to be worthy with him. He has tested them like gold in a furnace and accepted them as a holocaust. They who trust in him will understand the truth. Those who are faithful will, will live with him in love. For grace and mercy await those he has chosen. The word of the Lord. Thanks, 
reading from the letter of St Paul to the Romans. With God on our side, who can be against us? Since God did not spare his own son, but gave him up to benefit us all, we may be certain, after such a gift, that he will not refuse anything he can give. Could anyone accuse those that God has chosen? When God acquits, could anyone condemn? Could Christ Jesus No, 
he not only died for us, he rose from the dead, and there, at God's right hand, he stands and pleads for us. Nothing, therefore, can come between us and the love of Christ. Even if we are troubled or worried, or being persecuted, or lacking food or clothes, or being threatened, or even attacked. These are the trials through which we triumph, by the power of him who loved us. For I am certain of this, neither death nor life, no angel, no prince, nothing that exists, nothing still to come, not any power or height or depth, nor any created thing can ever come between us and the love God made visible in Christ Jesus our Lord. The word of Lord. with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus exclaimed, I bless you, Father, Lord of heaven and of earth, for hiding these things from the learned and the clever and revealing them to mere children. Yes, Father, for that is what it pleased you to do. Everything has been entrusted to me by my Father, and no one knows the Son except the Father just as no one knows the Father except the Son and those to whom the Son chooses to reveal him. Come to me, all you who labor and are overburdened, and I will give you rest. Shoulder my yoke and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. The Gospel of the Lord. The illness that Tommy had over these years was a hard one. There was a growing confusion and a disorientation that came with it. A real concern for his safety emerged over this time, and it was clear that he was unable to be at home in Kyle Court. For the last part of his life, he was looked after at Green Cross Care Home. At the last period of his life, he was safe, secure, happy, and content. It was in this very place that he died very peacefully, having received the sacraments just a few days before. As mentioned yesterday evening, the funeral of Tommy takes place in Holy Week. These days in which we remember Christ's death and his resurrection, 
all his life, Tommy Mark, these days. And what a strange turn of event that his funeral should take place now, when he would be like so many others in these seats in this church for the services. These days of Holy Week remind us of Jesus' death and resurrection and of our own faith in him, a faith that grows and deepens for many of us as our life progresses. We realise just exactly what St Paul says and what he means when he says that nothing can come between us and the love of God made visible in Christ Jesus. That very faith accompanies us through life, the good times and the hard times of life. And at the end, of course, that faith itself leads us to somewhere. And of course, that somewhere is into the hands of God. There is a destination, there is an end point, there is a finishing line to which it leads, to the mercy and the love of God. Everybody is invited, everybody is welcome, everybody is special to God. And here is his mighty promise that none shall be lost and all will be saved. For that's his will, and nothing can frustrate his will. A funeral that takes place in Holy Week is surrounded then by the death and resurrection of Jesus. That clear life, that clear light that illumines our life and death. There's no darkness uh, that is stronger than this light, no hopelessness that this hope cannot penetrate. Our journey through life, of course, our faith points the way in all of that. Tommy was born in March 1944. He was born not far from uh, St. Bride's here in Church Street, uh, 100 yards from the Old Cross and very near the police station. He was the third of fourth son, four sons. An interesting fact uh, accompanied his birth. I think his mother prayed, hoped, and was convinced that Tommy was a girl. So much so that she had the name prepared, Margaret Patricia. As things were to turn out, of course, it was not to be so. His brothers were Miles and Hugh and John. He attended St Bride's Primary School and the Secondary. But again, as things turned out, he was not the academic kind. He uh, couldn't wait to get into the world of work. He attended, first of all, uh, an apprentice year in Burnbank in engineering. His first job at Mavers and Coulson in the Bridgeton Works and also at East Kilbride. He finished his apprenticeship as a maintenance engineer and headed off to sea and travelled to exotic places. He travelled to Sugarloaf Mountain and saw that gigantic figure of Christ the Redeemer a memory that stayed with him. He was to finish his working career here at the Hoover plant in the town. Health problems beset him. But a new career arose at that time, running the Hoover Social Club. He proved a popular figure in all of this. Previously, he gained lots of experience as a weekend fill-in barman in local clubs in the area. Prior to going to sea, he met Anne, his future wife, and returned from his sea travels to marry her, setting up home in Rutherglen before moving to Fernhill. Both Anne and himself were to have two children, Anthony and Anne-Marie. 
He had, as you probably know, an interest in music and also in football. Music saw him uh, at concerts and he had an extensive record and CD collection over the years. He had a great interest in a certain East End of Glasgow team and followed their fortunes in good times and bad. He even apparently ran a football team in his Fern Hill days. He was a bit of a dresser, it has to be says, as you can see from that booklet. He had clothes for every occasion, every colour and every description. He always liked to look smart and he always did. At a certain point, he took up residence with his elderly mother and became her carer. And he was able to get a house beside her and looked after her in her declining years. Although afflicted by a debilitating arthritic condition, problems with hearing and psoriasis, he never quite let these things hold him back. However, in February and March of 2016, a much more serious illness began to emerge with a diagnosis of vascular dementia. It was a very worrying time for all and his behaviour changed quite rapidly. He was exceptionally well looked after by Mary's and Catherine over this time. They also were really concerned and alarmed about his welfare. Friends and neighbours also kept a watchful eye out for him. During his illness, he was able to attend Eva Burroughs uh, with both Mrs. Sneddon and the carers who treated him very well there. But it eventually became necessary, as I mentioned at the beginning, for him to get greater care, and this is when he went to stay at Green Cross Care Home. In nature, Tommy was very friendly, very sociable, and a very kind person. He was always the same. He liked company, and he liked friends. He was no stranger, I have to tell you, to the pubs in this area. He would go over from his flat for a conversation, for a drink, and of course to sort out the problems of the world. He had a host of friends and was known by many people in Cambus Lang. People liked him. He was a person who had no sides to him. Friendly, open, easygoing. And he had the friends of all ages, all backgrounds, friends that he, he met uh, in recent times, but also friends all his life. He was easygoing, had an open nature, which made it easy for others to like him very much. In the funeral mass today, we are invited to pray for and remember Tommy. In these last moments of his journey on earth, we thank God for all the graces given to him in his life and for all the good that he was able to do. He was no stranger to illness over the years, but in so many ways he didn't let it hold him back. The last illness was hard, but with the help of others, he managed very well indeed. As I mentioned earlier, faith points the way throughout life. God does not abandon us in the here and now, and will certainly not abandon us in the end. There is a destination for all of us to be with him. That is why he sent his son to die and rise for us. These days of Holy Week, we remember all of this. May Tommy, at the end of his life, know peace and contentment with God, that he can alone can give at the end of the journey.
Please stand. We come to our loving Father, asking him to give eternal rest to the departed and comfort and hope to the living. For the family of the church, that we may grow in our faith in the power of Jesus over sin and death, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For the leaders of nations, that they may promote peace and justice in the world, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For those who mourn their loss, especially the family and friends of our brother Tommy, that their grief may be lightened by the risen Christ and his promise to unite us again in our heavenly home. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For Tommy, our brother who sleeps in the Lord, that he may be raised up on the last day and receive the reward of his goodness. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. In silent prayer, let us remember our personal needs and intentions. God of our salvation, you reward the just and console those who mourn. Hear our prayers in the name of your risen Son, who lives and reigns forever and ever. Our offertory hymn is Make Me a Channel of Your Peace. Brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice endures may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. 
As we humbly present to you these offerings, O Lord, for the salvation of Tommy, we beseech your mercy that he who did not doubt your son to be a loving saviour may find in him a most merciful judge who lives and reigns for ever and ever. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It's truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God. For even though by our own fault we perish, yet by your compassion and your grace, when seized by death according to our sins, we are redeemed through Christ's great victory and with him called back into life. And so with the powers of heaven, we worship you constantly on earth and before you without end we acclaim. Holy, holy, holy Lord God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the heavens. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts we pay by sending down your Spirit upon them what do fall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more, giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you've hailed as worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that, sharing in the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world. Bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, Joseph, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember your servant, Tommy, whom you call from this world to yourself. Grant that he who was united with your son in a death like his may also be one with him in his resurrection. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Joseph, her spouse, the blessed apostles, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be coerced to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him, and with him, and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours forever and ever. We pray with confidence to God our Father in the prayer that Jesus has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, 
but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may always be free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you, look not in our sins but in the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live in vain forever and ever. Amen. Peace of the Lord be with you always. Amen. Let's offer one another a sign of peace and friendship. Lamb of God. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word, and my soul shall be healed.
Let us pray. 
Lord God, whose Son left us in the sacrament of his body, food for the journey. Mercifully grant that strengthened by it, our dear brother Tommy may come to the eternal table of Christ, who lives and reigns forever and ever. We now join in singing our final hymn, Walk With Me. Walk with me, O my Lord, through the darkest night and brightest day. Darkest night and brightest day 
Darkest night and brightest day. 